1: Welcome into Candlestick Chronicles, a 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire podcast network. I'm Kyle Mattson. I write about the 49ers over at NinersWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. Joining me shortly is Chris Biederman. He covers the 49ers for the Sacramento Bee, and he was at OTAs on Tuesday. We're recording this Tuesday afternoon. 49ers fresh off the practice field, fresh out of their press conferences. Chris is there, and we're going to talk about it. I think we might get into how Trey Lance looked it's down the docket. I've got DeAmador and Lenore questions first. Let's get into it. Blue wire. Hey, this is George Kittle, and you're listening to Candlestick Chronicles. Kittle in Denver territory. Kittle
0: is going to go. Touchdown. (laughs) Close Got him, and a second back inside the third.
1: Yard so i'm watering some new plants that i got and i realized like god this is miserable because i'm like dealing with the different like i've got a hose that's stuck to the hose connector thing on the side of the house and like i'm i'm dealing with like water everywhere and i'm like this And I realized it sucked so bad because it's like 97 degrees outside. Mm -hmm. And then I realized I got super excited because, uh, beat the heat is back, baby.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm
1: I'm, most uh, wonderful time of the year.
2: Yeah. It's great. Um, especially now, like my new place in Sacramento has air conditioning and ceiling fans and all of that. I've gone into that before. Super exciting content. I'm sure for the listeners, (laughs) but, um, I'm actually back in my old place in Santa Clara, my my mobile studio, as I like to call it, um, because I've been at 49ers OTAs today. And yeah, it was hot. It's 90 degrees on the practice field today. Um, So your boy took a bath in some SPF 50 before going out there and uh, and observed some things. And I realized when I looked when I wrote down, like who was starting, who the first teamers were. I was like, man, OTAs are definitely OTAs. Like, this is, this is <laughs> not at all what the regular season is going to look like, but we got to see Trey Lance throw some passes in, in a team setting, so we can talk We can talk about
1: that. Are the 49ers going to win the Super Bowl based
2: on what you saw today? Chris, go. Their starting defensive line, Samson Ebukam, Kevin Givens, Eric Armstead, and Jordan Willis, who changed his number to 75, which I feel like is just That's a bad, bad. Number. It's That's a bad really number. bad. Change. Is he We're, trying to get cut? Yeah, I don't know. Um, That's brutal. Orin number. Oren Burks and Trey Greenlaw and somebody I had not heard okay, well, of. Okay, there's
1: there's a couple of things I want to talk about. Real Curtis, quick, Robinson. But, Curtis Robinson, Curtis oh, Robinson, especially your
2: guy life. out of Stanford was a starting linebacker today.
1: Yeah, I had a cup of coffee with the club last year, of course. Yeah, yeah, um, of course, I'm the the two shocking things there are one that Jordan Willis is currently beating out Nick Bosa, and <laughs> two that Oren Burks is already leapfrogged. Fred Warner on the depth chart. Right.
2: Yeah. So (laughs) the real, the big storyline from OTAs generally is who's not there. Right. right? And so you had obviously Trent Williams, Nick Bosa, um, Debo Samuel are away from the team. Um, Kyle Juszczyk was not at practice today. Kyle Shanahan said he had a personal matter to attend to. He was there uh, for Monday's practice. Tuesday's practice was the second of the session. Um, so it was the first practice we got to watch, but the second practice that the team had, um, Fred Warner was there. He watched from the sideline. George Kittle was there. He watched from the sideline and spoke to us afterwards in a press conference. Um, but obviously, you know, there, there is not a whole lot to take away because I mean, Ross Dwelly felt like I'd have to go back through. Cause I, I charted Trey Lance, not to brag, but, um, I think Ross Welly was Trey Lance's most targeted pass catcher um, followed up by, I even have to look up the roster so I don't get these names wrong. But Tanner Hudson, another tight end mm. and uh, Tyler Croft. The tight ends got a lot of run today from Trey Lance, a lot of checkdowns. downs um, hasty caught the first pass. He was uh, he was oh, underdog back. In, in my opinion to be the first running back on the field with Trey Lance, but Jamichael Hasty was. Um, Trey Sermon caught a pass. Malik Turner, former Seahawk and Cowboys receiver, probably the biggest play of the day with a long touchdown pass from Nate Sudfeld.
1: From from Nate Sudfeld, gunslinger interesting. Nate Sudfeld. Yeah, interesting. Yeah.
2: Okay, quarterback controversy. <laughs> Who's to say? Um, Maybe. no so i I mean the point here how did how did trey lance look just get to it yeah so trey lance looked okay so one thing that was apparent throughout last year and watching practices and just watching trey lance and jimmy garoppolo throw right next to each other jimmy garoppolo threw a more consistent spiral and had a quicker release but trey lance obviously has a stronger arm he just oftentimes would have a loopier release ball would there he would throw some that would i wouldn't call them ducks but they were they would flutter a little bit mm-hmm. right like it was just not a not a super tight a little spiral, wobble little wobble and that was still apparent today and it looked like today his release point was lower so it wasn't it wasn't as long like it was a little bit lower and maybe a little bit more three quarters ish which mm. was a little bit interesting and Kyle Shanahan was not real interested in talking about any specifics regarding Trey Lance's release, but he did say he thought Trey Lance has been going well and are playing well and things have been going well with him these last four weeks while he's been in the building for um, conditioning and things like that. But I mean, what was really most notable to me aside from, you know, watching Trey Lance throw in seven on sevens was just the way I mean, Trey Lance spoke to reporters after practice, too, and he was much more comfortable and much more relaxed in a press conference setting than he was as a rookie, which is pretty standard, but it's a little bit more notable in this context because and he didn't answer this question directly, but he's acting like he's a starting quarterback. And Kyle Shanahan said, you know, he still expects Jimmy Garoppolo to be traded. George Kittle alluded to the fact that Trey Lance is taking ownership of the position um, Jimmy Ward said that Trey Lance was like a team leader um, and that mm. you know he's he's like the first guy in last one to leave et cetera, et cetera. so those platitudes you hear about football players but the broad theme here is that you know they are operating as if Trey Lance is a starting quarterback and so this is this seems like it's full speed ahead with Trey Lance as the starter and the more this happens throughout the off season program, the further they go with Jimmy Garoppolo away from the team, the less likely it is that he's going to have any impact on, on the team. Right. Like, in like mm-hmm. between the lines, like, you know, if the 49ers Kyle Shanahan will not answer this question and he wasn't even asked it today, but like, if the 49ers can't trade Jimmy Garoppolo, I just have a hard time believing that Garoppolo is going to come in and if he's on the team, like compete for the job, right? Like it seems more likely to me that the 49ers will eventually cut him. There'll be some sort of understanding to where, okay, you're under contract with us. You can throw, but we're going to trade you um, and, or, or release you and you know, you're not going to make your $24 million guaranteed with that. That becomes guaranteed week one. If you're on the, on the 53 man roster. George Kittle said he hadn't heard from Jimmy Garoppolo since locker room cleanout day in February. Jeez, which I thought was kind of crazy, given how close those two have been. And that's he just, really wild. And maybe he was tongue in cheek about it. Maybe he, maybe he was just like ribbing Jimmy, which he likes to do. But you know, like there, there's and there's always been sort of this joke that Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't respond to text messages. But like that's we're almost that's almost five months right since those two have yes. spoken so like it doesn't the feeling i got from kyle shanahan and the few players we spoke to today and just watching practice it's like this team is moving on
1: from you have Jimmy. to
2: yeah you have to but it again like and i know we've we've harped on this a lot just pushing back on the idea that like oh the niners aren't sure about trey lance it's like not they're moving forward with trey lance despite what anyone right. did or whoever is you know well, saying and- saying about the team being unsure and what
1: and shanahan said it today they're still trying to trade him yes garoppolo that is nothing The, the injury just got in the way this isn't this isn't a choice for for san francisco they didn't get cold feet with trey lance and decide to hang on to garoppolo right he had an injured shoulder that didn't allow him to be traded yeah um but like on the field I thought he
2: looked good. I mean, we saw him take a lot of checkdowns in OTAs last year. So like, you know, I thought his best, his best throw was one over the middle. He fit between two defenders to so Juwan Jennings and Juwan Jennings had a pretty nice day today. I thought um, Brandon, IU caught a pass. I mean, it was mostly reserve guys. It was, you know, Ross Welly, like I said, I think he, I'm pretty sure he led the team in, in catches for starters today.
1: My my philosophy with T- with OTAs is, does anyone look like a disaster? Does anyone <laughs> look like, wow, that guy really doesn't belong on the football field here? Did anything yeah. like that jump out? Not from Trey Lance, no. Well, I meant just kind of from anybody. Yeah, no,
2: not from, I mean, they're, it's hard to say because like I don't know what the assignments are sure that makes sense you know like it's it's it, it it's hard for me to look at like Brock Purdy and been like oh man just can't hang in seven on sevens you know like Brock Brock Purdy made a couple throws it's pretty clear like Brock Purdy doesn't have a super strong arm but you know maybe he's Nick Mullins and or whatever but like nobody looks super out of place to me I mean what what's a what what the most notable thing, in my opinion, was that, like I said, the team feels like it's operating as if Trey Lance is its starter mm-hmm. and that all those like Pro Bowl guys were absent. Robbie Gold was there.
1: Wow. That's an upset.
2: It, it was definitely an upset. Robbie Gold's typically not a, uh, an OTA's guy, but he's around.
1: Probably at a tea time. <laughs> <That's> just, <laughs> I was talking
2: with somebody else about that. I'm like, he's probably playing pebble on Thursday or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right, right. He's like, yeah, I'll I'll make the trip up and go see. Right, right. Um <laughs> no, but a lot of um
2: a lot of backup tight ends and receivers getting catches today. So, neat. Yeah. Yeah, it's OTAs. He completed 16 of 18 according to my charts. Um, I know other people had different numbers. Sometimes you get in conversations on the sideline and you miss a play here and there. But I had 16 of 18. One of them was, I think, a decent throw to Juwan Jennings along the left sideline that kind of went through his hands. There was traffic. I didn't get a great view of it. Hmm. Um, But yeah, George Kittle was there. Apparently, he's dealing with the lower body injury. Kyle Shanahan would not elaborate, but it didn't sound like it was serious. And Kittle spoke to us afterwards. Didn't seem like anything was... Was the matter there? Um, same with Fred Warner. He was on the sideline. Trey Lance said something kind of funny. Like um, as he was leaving the the podium, Jennifer Lee Chan asked him, um, you know, who talks the most on the Niners' defense to you? And he said, Fred Warner says a lot of the most disrespectful stuff. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um, That's super funny. Yeah, I mean, you could tell. Like when you watch Fred Warner playing games, he yes. definitely talks more shit than any Forty Nine er. I think. Yes. Um, And so that's that's not entirely surprising. Jimmy Ward said something funny because Jimmy Ward, his locker is right next to Trey Lance. And he was talking. He was like giving examples about how those two talk shit to each other every day. Like Jimmy's like, oh, you better not throw this ball to this route because I'm going to be there. And then, you know, Trey will say, well, you know, if you do that, then I'm going to hit the backside, whatever whatever football player jargon they like they like to totally there's like a healthy healthy two guys are on the water
1: cooler (laughs) talking football
2: Two, but they have a good rapport right like jimmy jimmy ward's been around this is i think his ninth season which is which is nuts it's crazy to think about yeah i feel older and older each year i cover this team um but the fact that like the veteran and the fact that jimmy ward a veteran of the team a team captain would say would call Trey like a leader of the team like to me that's that's notable right yeah so yeah that those are my takeaways like the the stars weren't there um teams operating as though Trey's a starter and uh and just a huge day for Ross <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think I think that's I think that is I mean all joking aside about reserves playing and all this and that, I think that's the number one thing that people were looking at is not so much. What, what, what did you chart Trey at, but it's seven
2: on seven. So charting seven on right. seven, like I understand how ridiculous you should it is be as completing 16 of 18.
1: Right. Yes. But people want to, people are going to ask, people want to know. Right. Um, And the bigger deal, you know, 16 of 18. Cool. If he had gone six of 18, like now it's a potential problem. But I think just seeing what the dynamic was like. And so you pointing out all those things that point to not only is the coaching staff moving forward with Trey as QB1, but the fact that his teammates appear to be on that page as well and ushering that new quarterback in like that's that's the biggest offseason storyline and it was the one of the biggest things when the the Niners were talking about or when the Niners made the trade and it looked like they were going to get rid of Jimmy there was you know wow what are they going to do everybody loves Jimmy look how look how much people battled for Jimmy down the stretch last year they all love him they all were shouting him out on on Instagram and on Twitter and in press conferences at the end of the year how are they going to move on from that and it seems again very early but In the preliminary stages of the off-season program, it seems to be going fine.
2: Yeah, I think all systems are
1: go.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. By saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Blue Wire, terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That
1: feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people, and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all.
2: One thing I asked Kyle Shanahan, which I'm writing about uh, for the Sacramento Bee, which we'll publish at some point this week, I'm sure. SACBee.com slash 49ers.
1: Yep.
2: Um, Kyle Shanahan is obviously known for being one of the better offensive minds in the league, and He's he one of the things that he's really good at, whether it's game planning or just creating an offense in general, is tailoring an offense to a player's skill set. Um, one of the things that's interesting about that is he's building an offense around Trey Lance, who has a very small sample size just in terms of playing like it's very hard to know what Trey Lance is good at because he has not played that much football, whether it's at North Dakota State now obviously, only making two starts last year, and um, mm-hmm. you know, playing garbage time or whatever the second half of the Seahawks game was. Um, so, Kyle Shanahan, I asked him, I was like, "What's your process in terms of creating a offense tailored to your quarterback when you're when you don't know necessarily what he's good at?" And what he said was basically he throws everything at Trey Lance in practice, whether it's, you know, screens or deep throws or, you know, certain formations and certain looks, whatever he's running the gamut or he's trying to run the gamut in terms of putting things on Trey Lance's plate to see what sticks, right. To see like what he's sure. good at in order to tailor the offense to it. And so I thought that was interesting. And I asked George Kittle about the differences between like, making a quarterback transition in 2017 when George Kittle was a rookie and the roster was a lot worse and everyone was new and what that was like versus what this is like. And he basically said like, yeah, we have a lot better players now. This is Shanahan's sixth season. He has a much better understanding of how to install an offense and how to get us to run it to the way he wants it to be run. And so that's sort of the process that the 49ers are going through now with Trey Lance, which is Frankly, one of the reasons why I thought, you know, he should have been getting more reps last year. Right now, obviously, seeing how the year went out, I understand why I didn't. But the Niners are in a good spot to make a quarterback switch, right? Like, that's ultimately the thing I'll keep coming back to is that they may not need Trey Lance to do a whole lot this year to run the offense successfully because I still believe that the 49ers are going to run the ball maybe more than anybody else in the NFL this year. Like, mm. I, you know, when they went to the Super Bowl in 2019, I think they were second in rush rate, like how often they called running plays. Yeah. Um, I would expect something similar. And if not, it could be even more drastic this year while they get Trey Lance more comfortable. Um, and I think, you know, obviously drafting Ty Davis Price in round three. Um, having Elijah Mitchell, hopefully for them getting Trey Sermon to be a productive player, like those are the types of things that lead to them being an effective running team. And then you can build in play action and utilize Trey Lance's arm strength and willingness to throw downfield to really, you know, be the differentiator between what the 49ers offense was with Jimmy Garoppolo versus what it could be with Lance, right? So, right. You're starting to see some of that stuff germinate, I guess, in the very earliest stages. Um, And so that's sort of what OTAs are for. Like it's May. These are the types of things that are happening. It's not, you know, it. put it this way, to your point, like, yeah, it would be notable if Trey Lance completed six of 18 instead of 16 of 18. Mm -hmm. But even still, like it's very early on in the process.
1: Yeah, like, I, like yeah, you can't draw a, a sweeping league. conclusion regardless, but right like Trey Lance, when you're talking about over, trends,
2: yeah, Trey Lance could have gone over 20 and say, All right, that was bad, but he still got months to get better. Like that was the whole thing, you know, 2019. Yeah, but it's tra- not, I... when ahead. Jimmy Garoppolo threw five straight interceptions in 2019 training camp, it was like, Holy shit, that's pretty bad. But then Jimmy Garoppolo turned out to be a pretty good quarterback that year. Mm-hmm and it was the defense that was really elite and right and we didn't we didn't think about the context of like oh maybe the 49ers defense is like really really good versus like oh god the niners are in trouble jimmy garoppolo just threw five interceptions in a training camp practice right you know what i mean so, so had like he gone had he, gone
1: had he gone oh of 20 with curtis robinson manning <laughs> the middle of the field we could have counted on that Curtis Robinson DPOY season.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. That's that's my exact <laughs> point I'm making.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> but no, I think I I think your point is a good one, but I think when it comes to I'm going to use the 16 of 18 and 6 of 18 again. 16 of 18, it's like cool, like he's where he should be. Like that that's about where what a quarterback should be doing in 7 on 7 on day 2 of OTAs. Right. If he goes over for 20 or 6 for 18, it's like yeah, he's got time to get better, but now the like benchmark is lower. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I think just the fact that he, you know, hit your hit your easy throws in 7 on 7, cool. Like check check that box. Is does that mean he's going to be great? No, but yeah. And better there was than the alternative.
2: There was no pass rush. Right. Right. He's right. not really like making protection calls at the line of scrimmage. You know, it was it was just the v- most basic level of NFL football that you're going to have. And a lot of the guys that he's going to have in the regular season just weren't there. Yeah. So I think take what take what the details with a grain of salt, but just the overarching themes. It's you know, we talk about checking boxes. This was Trey Lance performed a like a starting quarterback in OTAs. You can check the box. <laughs> it was a
1: good day to check some boxes. So
2: <laughs> it always is in OTAs.
1: That's a great point. Anything um, should, else? Any other Charvarius Ward looks good.
2: He had a pass breakup of Trey Lance on on one of his two incompletions on a pass to Juwan Jennings. Um Juwan Jennings really might be the one who benefits from all the Stevo Samuel drama more than anybody else.
1: Just he's, with just reps. Like,
2: just a lot of reps. Him and Brandon Ayuk yeah. were were getting a lot of a lot of run today. Um Yeah. Great. Javon Kinlaw's skinny. He's not practicing yet, but he looks skinny. He got into it with uh with Grant Cohn. I'm sure Grant will will be all over that on social media, but that was a little weird. Hmm. Um I didn't see it. I heard I heard the story from Grant, but I'll let Grant tell that story because, because <laughs> I if I saw it, I'd tell the story, but I didn't see it. So um, subscribe
1: on YouTube.com/slash ConeZone or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, did I say who the starting offensive
2: line was? Or did I just oh, you didn't. Official? I've been waiting. Okay. I was going to well, ask first-team offensive line because that was a big question mark. Hmm. Um. So with no Trent Williams, uh, with Lake and Tomlinson now with the Jets. With Alex Mack, probably retiring, still not entirely sure. Um, And with Mike McGlinchey uh, working through his leg injury um, and Daniel Brunskill working through something. Your first team offensive line for the San Francisco 49ers, left tackle, Colton McKivitz, left guard, Aaron Banks, who might actually start this year. Uh, Center was Jake Brendel, right guard, Jalen Moore. Might start, we'll see. Uh, right tackle justin school
1: oh he's back
2: schools schools in session sorry um justin school's back just don't don't listen to this
1: podcast ever again
2: (laughs) school tours acl last summer and missed the season came back to the 49ers um so my take here is that if this is the 49ers offensive line during the regular season it's going to be problematic <laughs> but um, you, you're going to get Trent Williams back. You're probably going to get Mike McClinchy back. I don't know. I honestly have no idea what's going to happen at center. Kyle Shanahan says he's been talking to Alex Mack and he has a good idea of what's going to happen, but he won't say what
1: he's going well, to He has Alex... a good idea of what's going to happen, but like they've not done anything, which makes me think that he's coming back. Since they haven't really addressed the position, unless they love Jake Brendel,
2: gun to my head, I don't think he's coming back.
1: Huh? Okay.
2: Gun to my head. The way Shannon talks about it is, I'm I'm going to let Alex, you know, announce what he's what he wants to announce when he's when he wants to do it. Like you don't. That's not really something that happens. Announcing his like, return. Yeah. Hey, I'm coming back. Like okay. <laughs> what if he you issues know, like a, a players' statement, tribune, Michael Jordan style? I'm back. <laughs> i would love that that would be incredible would, content
1: that'd Be That'd really really strong um do we think alex mac is big in the content game
2: i follow alex mac on instagram and i i've seen some like quality like he likes making pizza
1: is he a meme lord a meme lord yeah a big meme guy
2: um, okay uh i've never i don't know what a meme lord is but i'm assuming that's just a meme guy i don't think he's a meme guy but he makes he makes pizza on okay. instagram and shows it off um which is good content Who among us if you're yeah if you're into pizza totally um who isn't frankly um i wouldn't say alex mac based on my interactions have, has, is a meme lord <laughs> I, I, I can't say that with certainty.
1: So you're ruling out the potential for him holding out, not holding out, but waiting to announce his return via an I'm back statement. Yes. Dang. He's
2: in another country right now, Shane Ann said. Maybe oh. he's still on his honeymoon. He got married in Ireland in like a castle.
1: George so. Kittle outlined
2: the whole thing today.
1: Oh, good.
2: It would be nice or, to just have an obscene amount of money to throw to like throw at your
1: wedding. Go get married in Ireland,
2: yeah. George kills like I've never really been in a castle, so it was cool to be in a castle. It's like, yeah, I guess that would be cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's such a rich person thing to say. I've never been in a castle, so that was cool.
2: Yeah, I've been to Hearst Castle, but that's the only castle. Sick. Yeah, tourist, tourist game crazy. <laughs> <Do>
1: yeah. <you have, laughs> do you have anything else for us?
2: uh i don't any other don't. ota
1: obs? I'm
2: trying to think i didn't get a good look at who the starting nickel was because i didn't think they did any nickel stuff with the first team
1: mm. I'm, I'm guessing not, it's I'm, I'm not that pressed about it so. i'm
2: guessing it's dark denard okay i don't know though i'm not i'm not positive i'm not feeling great about that okay talent Fanga, first team strong safety was not Tavares more Interesting. Was more out there though? He was out there, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, Moving around, okay? No. Yeah. I mean, anything of that? Yeah. 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 That's all I got. All right. Same here. Party on. We will continue with OTA updates as they come. We'll continue with the off-season content. So subscribe if you have not done that. If you have a friend that's not subscribed, tell them to do it, or you're not their friend anymore. And shout
2: out to all the meme lords out there. Dude, shout. I did not mean words. any disrespect. If I, you have any I good just, if you have am, any good memes, with,
1: send them to me. I love memes. I was just unfamiliar with the term meme lord until about five minutes ago. You're just not as online as I am, so. <laughs> Which on is purpose. I think a win for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't noticed, following me on Twitter, I really don't like being online. You have, you have friends and you go outside, you lame ass. <laughs> well, let's not get crazy but Excited to golf on Saturday with you, by the way. Yeah, we're playing Can't golf wait.
2: on Saturday. I'm sure the listeners love to hear stuff like that.
1: Okay, yep, it's time to go. We'll review it later. Okay, goodbye.